Hey, this is Tyler, one of the hosts of RangerCast. On our show, we talk about Power Rangers and other multi-unit spandex heroes. We've got news, reviews, interviews. We talk about the comics, the games, the toys, and all things more phenomenal. Find us at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check us out at rangercast.net. May the power protect you. Welcome. Today we are going to be trying a new spin-off little series that we are thinking about calling our first impressions. Alright, so one of the shows that I am watching this season is Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead. And this was a pretty much must-see for me because it has zombies in the title. Basically, Zom. Close enough. But <laughs> it's all about zombies and that's all I cared about. And super looked forward to it. Glad I did. So this story follows along a freshly graduated kid. His name's Akira, and he wants to get into the work world. And as soon as he gets into it, he finds out real fast that he accidentally got himself into one of those jobs that he needs to work like 24-7. And wants to or has to? Has to. It's, it's the culture of <laughs> yeah, you know, like this kind of job and kind of pretty much how Japan is really ran as it is. As far as I understand, like a lot of companies just exploit the fuck out of you. And this is one of the things he does. So here he is working his butt off. And, you know, we got people sleeping at work, eating at work. They got comp- com- these people are competitive. Like they're ex- they're saying like, oh, I, uh, I've i got 100 plus hours of PTO or I got 100 plus hours of overtime. And, oh, I'm so sick. I've taken this and like they're they're competing within the most stupid stuff like who's more sick and who's more tired <laughs> and the culture is just so weird oh i do terrible at that yeah right oh, i've got 100 hours of pto yeah i've got two <laughs> <laughs> so he's miserable then he's so a couple whatever the some time has gone by three years has gone by he hates his life. All he does is work. He's not seen anybody. And all of a sudden, a zombie outbreak happens. No answers why. There's just a zombie outbreak. And to bring some irony in this, I would imagine that the creators wanted to like kind of lean from it was he was such a zombie at work <laughs> that now that a zombie outbreak has finally happened, our main character, Akira, is all of a sudden feeling free with this zombie apocalypse because now he doesn't have to go to work. He doesn't have to feel bad about anything. And yeah, so in a world of death, he just feels more free. <laughs> and what this show really comes down to is now that he is a free person and he doesn't have to worry about work anymore and he's basically shit away the past three years of his life because of work, he wants to create a bucket list before he becomes a zombie. Okay. So that's where Bucket List of the Dead becomes a thing. So that all happens at the end of the first episode and then episode two and three, you really just go forward into him trying to experience life. And it's a really fun show. It's colorful. Like it's like paintball, like instead of like dark red as blood or something like blood is just like really fun colored paintball. It seems like, like you still (laughs) get these scary zombies and you still get that sense that these things will kill you. But at the same time, the way Akira's mind is working, it makes it more fun. So it's a nice twist on zombies, and it's not like the it's not shitty cutesy zombie stuff. It's like like I, like I don't know, like I was just trying to say it's taking serious zombies, but in a new kind of light, and it's just making it fun. 
So a really good take on your typical zombie-esque show. Yep. I love it. That sounds super fun. Would you recommend this show? 100%. Whether you're a zombie fan or not, this is just a fun show. So this is something just to have fun with. You're not going to get pumped up like you're watching some kind of shonen. Who knows? You might get pumped up. I mean, episode three was pretty interesting and like wanting to live your best life. I don't know. This, this kind of makes you want to live your best life and go do things that you haven't done. It reminds you that you sh- might want to create your own bucket list. So good. Uh, subliminal messages going on. That's always a good thing. Right. So I, I'm having fun with this so far. hundred percent going to continue this. And I would encourage anybody to start watching this. So now my next question is, would this be like one of the top anime of the year kind of shows? Hmm. That one, I can't say for sure because maybe I know. top 10 or 15. I think 15 might come close. Maybe top 10. I'd be a little surprised if top 10. I don't know. I have of the I, year? Of the year? Oh, yeah. God. Just a, I guess I was thinking let, season. Let, mm. So would this be like one of the top anime of the year? Would How would you kind of rate this as far as, as far as everything else you've seen so far this year? Okay. So on a personal level, Yep. Maybe this might hit close to 10-ish. Okay, so of everything you've seen this year, top 10? Maybe. I wasn't ready for that question. I'd have to go through and make a list. I don't mean of all time. I just mean of... Well, at least as far as summer season goes, I mean, I suppose maybe at this moment, personally, I think I would put this in top 10. Just because it's fun and you don't have to get... 10, 10's a lot. I know. You're not, not like top 5? Definitely not 5. Okay. So but it's... maybe top 10. Definitely repeatable. Definitely... Something you recommend, and maybe not the best show of the year, but one of the better shows of the year. Yeah, I can say that. I'm 100% pleased I watched this. And okay. I'm so, yeah, like I already said, I can't wait to continue watching it. Okay, yeah, cool. You've got me hooked. I want to watch it, and man, I can't wait. It's going to be, I'm going to wait for it to come out dubbed, because I'm just going to make it easier. Yep, don't blame you. Just have fun with it, listen to it in English, if you don't want to you know, spend all that extra time reading. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But definitely put this on your watch list. It is definitely worth watching. Oh, cool. It's definitely going on my watch list, that's for sure. All right, Matt, what do you got? So, for me, one of the shows that I'm watching for the summer season is only because of the name. I had to watch it because of the name. And that was Reborn as a Vending Machine, I Now Wandered the Dungeon. I was like, what kind of name is this? We get so many crazy names with isekais, and it's just living up to it. I have not watched um, Reincarnated as a Sword. This is the first Reincarnated as an Object isekais I've watched, and man, is it weird. (laughs) Uh, So you get this guy. He is riding his moped on the mountainside, and there's a truck with a vending machine on the back and the strap for the vending machine breaks, and the guy attempts to save the vending machine as the vending machine is barreling off this truck and goes with the vending machine off the side of the mountain. And then he's like, and now I'm a vending machine. And he got isekai'd as a vending machine. Baka, baka. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, all right, well, that, uh, that happened. And it's... It starts off where he just kind of gets isekai into this new world, and he's literally in the middle of nowhere. He sees nothing. He kind of starts working through how this whole process works. I like how they explained everything in the beginning. So he ha- he can't talk. Uh, all he can say are these catchy catchphrases that typical vending machines can say, and he can't move. He can't do anything. He is literally just 
there. Uh, he's like, how am I getting power? And then he notices that uh, for every hour, it's so many points. So he has this point system. He is basically the main computer for the this vending machine. And he's going through everything being like, oh, this item costs this much coin, this many points and yada, yada, yada. So in order for him to basically be alive, he needs to use points. And it's like, I think it's um, 26 points a day or something like that. He starts off with a thousand points. Um, He can do anything a vending machine does. So he can change his rates as far as what his products are. Uh, It costs money to restock his products. He can change his products, but in order to do that, it costs money. And so he gets to do anything a typical vending machine would do. He can have hot and cold drinks. He starts off with literally just water. And then he goes from water to like bouillon soup as a drink. And then as he is just standing there, he gets attacked by these frog fiends. He is getting attacked and learns that he has a divine blessing of a shield, which the divine blessing every time he takes damage costs money to either get attacked or to repair himself. So he starts off with a thousand and I want to say he's at like 240 or no, he's at 300, we'll say 360 credits and that's all he's got left to live. And he's like, I, if at this rate, I've got two weeks and he's in the middle of nowhere. So then you get this girl named Lamis. She comes by and you find out that she is an adventurer They call them hunters, and she essentially got abandoned by the group, and she's thirsty and hungry and uses the silver coins, which are 100 points, and buys some drinks, buys a bunch of drinks, and just kind of helps them out. They communicate through him using his catchphrases, and she's like, say this if you mean yes, and he says the catchphrase. So that's how they kind of communicate. So I enjoy the fact that they don't just kind of anime logic everything into making it work. Mm -hmm. He cannot move. So she, Lamus, is given the uh, divine blessing of strength. So she just picks him up and brings him back to her village. Yeah. And just you follow along with that. That's the whole first episode. The episode's interesting. It gives you everything you need to know. And you're just kind of like, all right, well, that's a thing. And that's kind of what I thought about for the first episode. I was like, oh, okay. Characters are interesting. Lamis is kind of, um, she's kind of ditzy. Yeah. <laughs> and she does call him Boxo. So I, she can't even come up with a good name for him. Just Boxo. And just, it's a, it seems very lighthearted right now. Nothing too serious. The, you in the first three episodes, you they go on a mission. She makes a harness for him. And he just kind of, the vending machine just kind of seems like a good person. He is placed in front of the hotel that has a restaurant. So he doesn't sell ramen during the day because he doesn't want to fight with the hotel's profits. Okay. And then at night he gets brought to the guard shack and he sells ramen and hot drinks there for the guards for the this village. The reason for the name is you find out that they are actually inside of a dungeon and they have to use these warp gate type things to actually maneuver around in the in the dungeon for greater distances. I'm assuming within levels of the dungeon. I haven't gotten that far. I'm only 3 episodes in. It's a 
it's interesting. The artwork was really cool. Um, very just anime-esque. Nothing super, super different, super... The artwork is just kind of... It's bright and colorful, typical anime style. Nothing super unique about it, but it wasn't bad. And then it is funny. I will say that it is funny. Um, it's just so ridiculous. It really is. If you want to watch something ridiculous and you don't want to have to say it, if you want to watch something ridiculous and have to give it a different name to actually say what you're watching, I say go for it. Um, it's not bad. It just has an insane name and an insane concept. Nothing, nothing against it. Right. Interesting. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right. So same questions you threw on me. Would you, how high would you rate this as a top whatever for this year? Not. It, it's, <laughs> it's not ranked. Um, like I said, it's not bad. Nothing so far that's been like, oh my God, you got to watch this. If you watch it, you're not going to waste your time. It's not the worst show that there's, a, that there is out there. But if you don't watch it, I'm not going to fault anybody for it. The name's weird. It's not like Shield Hero where the name just kind of, you, you're not judging a book by its cover. It is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> Would you recommend this to anybody? It's just kind of what you're saying. Just if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, I, I won't not recommend this. If you want to watch something different, watch something kind of lighthearted, go for it. Nothing seems to be super, um, sus- not suspenseful. It's just kind of an easygoing show. There's nothing crazy about it. Nothing like there was in the third episode. You're like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. And then it never does. And you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so nothing. Okay. It, it's fine. It really is fine. I'll probably finish it because I started it. That was going to be my next question. You plan on finishing the series? Yeah, I'll I'll finish it just to kind of be like, okay, how does this continue? Because I have no idea. Um, just to kind of bring up some a funny moments, the village gets destroyed, and they're talking about a bunch of men coming in, so they need to have something for hygiene, and he sells them a bunch of condoms. <laughs> so it, it just random things going on in the show and it's interesting <laughs> so yeah it, it's pretty good sounds like uh something new to throw out there if you're ready for something else to just turn your brain off and laugh to yeah turn your brain off go for it so yeah this was interesting and that's all we got for this bonus content episode we plan on doing this sporadically throughout all the seasons just kind of talking about all the shows that we're watching please drop a comment kind of let us know what you think of zom 100 and reborn as a vending machine and let us know what you would be interested to know what you all think of these shows see you guys